Mitt and Yankee fans. Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your 1986 and 2009 champs and feel the power. Welcome to the Down the Middle podcast with your host, Marco. Uh, how's everyone doing today? It is a new baseball season and uh, springtime once again is upon us. Finally, warmer weather, sunshine, baseball. What more can you possibly want at this particular moment in time? <laughs> other than COVID to be gone and all that other stuff. Anyway, moving on, everyone. So to start things off, the New York Mets have decided that they are going to go all out, and they have finally got their man in Francisco Lindor for 10 years, $341 million after he turned down repeated offers from them, and the previous offer, offer was 10 years, $325 million. While I am very happy for Francisco Lindor as a player, and I do not begrudge him getting as much money as he can out of the sport that is meant for little kids, I have a little bit of an issue with the New York Mets. And here's my segment I like to call Weapons Free. Weapons Free. And in Weapons Free... I basically go off on a rant. New York Mets, have you not been watching the New York Yankees for the last 10 or 15 years? Huh? Hmm? Hmm? Huh? Anybody? Anybody out there that's in, New York, uh, in the New York Mets organization? Can you answer that one for me, please? I understand you wanted to make a splash. You're new owner, Stephen Cohn, and you want to make a big deal and want to get the fan base excited. Great. That is 100% as a fan. Of baseball, I am thrilled with the idea. However, you're spending bad, good money over bad, or bad money over good, whichever way you want to say it. Have you not seen what the Yankees did with A-Rod those two times when they couldn't got rid of him and they didn't? Now, while I'm a Yankee fan and all that stuff, and right now people's ears probably perked up going, wait a minute. I thought he was a Yankee fan. You should love everybody that's a Yankee. Not necessarily. In A-Rod's case, I've said this in the past, and I've gotten killed by other Yankee fans. Fine. This is just an opinion. Take a bath. Take a cold shower if this gets you hot. A-Rod was really good for the Yankees that one year in 2009 in the playoffs where the rubber meets the road and where most Yankee fans want you to perform, obviously, is in the playoffs and in the World Series. In 2009, he was lights out. He was awesome. And talking about Alex Rodriguez. But in previous years, before that and after, what did he do? He did nothing, nada, hardly anything in the playoffs. Yankees spent a bunch of money on this dude. They even re-signed him when they had an opportunity to get away from him. And he did what? Got you one World Series. Congratulations. Did he single-handedly do it? No, he wasn't the only guy because guess what? There are other players on the team. And while he had something to do with their winning 2009, overall, I don't think he was worth all that money. With the New York Mets, you have San, Fr you have San Francisco. <laughs> Sorry, guys uh, and girls. You have Francisco Lindor, great young player right now. He's 28 years old. He's going to be lights out. He's going to be awesome. 
as a shortstop for at least the next five years, barring knock on wood, any injuries or anything like that. But this contract is 10 years long. You just came through a pandemic, right? Or we're just getting through a pandemic where you had no fans as a owner. You had no fans in the stands, so you weren't making extra money. You weren't really getting it, uh, extra money uh, as far as jerseys and et cetera, et cetera. I don't know exactly how money distribution works as far as the league goes, but I do know that if you reach a certain uh, threshold, you have to start paying money to other teams as a penalty, where the other teams, the poorer teams, quote unquote, they take the money and they put it in their pockets and they don't put and they don't put it into their teams to make them their teams uh, respectable overall. All right. So, Med fans, I'm happy for you guys 100% right now for the next five years for sure. Lindor is going to be something to see. And I'm halfway kind of pulling for you guys to do well. But I do not see this being a good contract for the long term. The man is going to be 38, and when he's 38, you really think he's still going to be at shortstop? No, he's not going to be at shortstop. And you're in the National League. Who's going to take his money if you want to trade him? Oh, and also, by the way, he has a limited uh, trade clause. So there's only certain teams that he could go to. Come on, guys. Baseball of the 90s and early 2000s and these big-ass contracts for my French are a thing of the past. People are starving out there right now, having no jobs and all that stuff, and they're fans of baseball. And the rich keep getting richer. And I'm sorry, as a fan, and I'm a big fan of, of baseball, this just does not make any financial sense. So you better win two or three World Series in the next five years because you're not going to win with this guy at shortstop when he's 35, 36, 37, 38. It's not going to happen. I hope that the Mets get there. I really do. But I do not see this being a great idea for their financial futures. I understand the man is a billionaire. He could do whatever the hell he wants. But at some point, Major League Baseball is going to be like, you know what? These guys are getting too big for their britches. Oh, and by the way, next year for sure, the players are going to go on strike because everybody wants to make their money. I don't know, it's billionaires versus rich uh, millionaires. But what's going on here, guys? You know, and the little guy who loves the sport, he's got to sit there and watch billionaires and millionaires argue over pennies between the two of them or millions between the two of them, while the the fan that wants to go to a baseball game has to spend 30 freaking dollars for a bag of chips. Come on. What are you guys doing? Anyway, that's my rant as far as the New York Mets and the signing of Francisco Lindor. Like I said, more power to Francisco Lindor. He got what he wanted. Congratulations to him. But as a fan of baseball in general, sorry, guys. You kind of lost me on this one. Again, being the, fin- the financial aspect of this uh, stuff. Moving on, uh, I wanted to also mention uh, I made a mistake. I also want to mention that I made a mistake in my previous podcast when I was going weapons-free on Evan Ingram of the New York Giants. He did not play for Alabama. He played for Ole Miss. I apologize to all of you who were listening and going, dude, what are you talking about? If you're a college football fan... I beg for, for your forgiveness. I made a mistake. So sue me. Please don't sue me. I'm not making a penny off these these uh, episodes. I'm doing this for fun. I enjoy talking about sports with my friends and my audience and what have you. If you guys want to get back to me, 
As always, DTMSportsCast at gmail.com, DTMSportsCast at gmail.com. Moving on, New York Jets, what is up with this draft pick? Are you going to get Zach Wilson or are you going to stick with Sam Darnold? I like Sam Darnold personally. I don't see any real downside to Sam other than the fact that he spent the last three years not knowing what was coming at him and having not much in the way of an offense to help him out. I want to see him do well in New York. You could could, uh, see already that as far as handling media goes, he's been fantastic. Every day that he came out to a loss, he took the beating. He pointed at himself. He never pointed at anybody else, not even the coach. And the coach needed to get hung upside down the way he handled their quote-unquote offense and his quote-unquote quarterback whispering crap because that's what it was. It was crap. And the poor man stood in front front of the media, get eviscerated every freaking week after a loss and took it on the chin like a man. So he's good enough for New York as far as I'm concerned. And I want to see him succeed as a Jet as opposed to going to this other guy, Zach Wilson, who's supposed to be the end-all, be-all. He's supposed to be a really good player, even though he's shorter than what they are alleging he is. What, whatever that means. In this day and age, quarterback height doesn't really seem to matter too much anymore because they're all mobile quarterbacks and they all get out of the pocket and they can all make the uh, cross-the-field uh, throw, even though in the NFL, every time you made cross-field passes on the run, you're going right, your receiver is going left, and you try to throw over the middle, nine times out of ten it gets picked off. All of a sudden, everyone likes the agility and the ability of these quarterbacks to make these throws that you would never throw in a real in a uh, live uh, football game, live uh, pro football game. So, I don't know about that. What do you guys think, uh, Jeff fans? What do you girls think, guys and girls, think about uh, this whole Sam Darnold and uh, Zach Wilson thing? Are they? Will they? Won't they? The madness is killing me, guys. <laughs> I just want to see somebody do something smart for a change. Anyway. Moving on, um, Buffalo Sabres finally, 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 after 18 tries, have won their first game. Congratulations, you poor, poor, poor Buffalo Sabre fans out there. I feel so bad for you guys. I really thought this year was going to be the year for you guys. I really thought that also last year that you guys made the playoffs. Apparently, I was incorrect. I actually went back and looked to double-check on my information that I've been throwing out there, and I found out that I was wrong. They were not in the playoffs last year. They hadn't been in the playoffs in a long time previous to that. So I don't know what I was seeing. Maybe it was another team in blue. I don't know. It wasn't the Rangers, and it wasn't uh, the Honors uh, from last year. It was somebody else. I could have sworn it was the Sabres that had gotten there. I don't know if it was two years ago or what have you, but I guess I'm completely wrong on that. I apologize. But finally, the Buffalo Sabres win, and I got news for you, Buffalo Sabres fans. Prepare for another two losses. The New York Rangers need, need these last two games against you guys, uh, starting tonight, Thursday night, and Saturday afternoon, I believe, this is the uh, next game against the Buffalo Sabres for the Rangers. Rangers finally beat the Capitals. Congratulations. You finally beat Ovechkin. And there was no good red jersey wearing Star Trek looking guys, whatever, 
<laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. Um, Capitals and finally beat them 5-3 in the uh, last game against the uh, Caps. Congratulations, guys. Thumbs up for that. Woohoo! Keep it up. Please, make the playoffs. Do Marco a favor. Please, please. Even if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals by fluke, please. For me, COVID-19 hasn't been a good year overall for a lot of people. A lot of Ranger fans out there are looking for something to smile about. If you could help me out and help us out, it would be greatly appreciated. Talking to you there, sad eyes. How about you coach them up like uh, Chris Knobloch did for you when you weren't around during the COVID thing? You gave them the the plan and they executed the plan. How come they could execute for somebody else even though it's your game plan? Just saying. What's going on there? Anyway. Also, I wanted to point out, uh, make a mention that um, Trubisky went from the Chicago Bears to the Buffalo Bills. He's the backup now for the Buffalo Bills. I don't know what's going on there. I think Mr. Allen for the Buffalo Bills is a good quarterback. Didn't play well against the... Uh, I freaking forgot who he played. But in uh, the last playoff game that he had, he didn't play well. They lost. They didn't do anything offensively. Excuse me. But I was kind of hoping to see Trubisky go to a team and actually do well for somebody other than the Buffalo Bills because they already have their quarterback. I don't know, just saying. So there's that. Buffalo Bill fans, what do you guys think? Is this just uh, a safety net? Or is this a warning for Mr. Allen? Hey, next time you're in the playoffs this year, we expect even more from you. Don't screw it up. Maybe that's what they're trying to get at. I don't know. Just saying. Going back to the Islanders real fast, everyone. Um, The Islanders made a crazy comeback against the Bruins, but wound up losing 4-3 in a shootout, I believe it was. Or overtime? No, actually, regulation. They lost 4-3. It was a bad loss. They just got jumped on by the Bruins, what have you. And, you know, they made this crazy comeback, scored three goals, only to lose. Stuff happens, whatever. But then they played the Depends uh, for two games, and they lost 6-3, 2-1 in the 6-3 games for Orkin for the New York Islanders. Got smizacked. In the first two periods, he gave up like four goals, and they were just picking him apart. The passes from the Penguins were on point all the way through. The Islanders got caught with their pants down a bunch of times, looking really bad defensively in that game. It looked like they fell asleep, and they lost. Ultimately, they wound up losing 6-3, but they did make a little bit of a push at the end in the third period to make it a 5-3 game before the Penguins scored the empty netter for a 6-3 win. And then the next game, they lost 2-1. Tight game, what have you. Couldn't find a, a goal. I don't know what the Islanders really need. Maybe another goal scorer. They have Barzal and uh, Peugeot. Both guys could fly. And they are really good shooters as far as I'm concerned from what I've seen uh, this season. This is my first season where I'm actually kind of paying attention to the Islanders and what they're, they've been doing, mainly for this podcast. So there's that. For the Islanders, I believe fully that the Islanders are going to be something to reckon with in the playoffs against whoever in the Eastern Conference. I see them making, I'm st- I still see them making the Eastern Conference finals. They are a good team, unless they uh, run into a buzzsaw like Tampa Bay Lightning, because Tampa Bay does just the last couple of years have been amazing, super fast, 
get the, they've gotten great goaltending. They're already Stanley Cup uh, champions. They have a great team there. So maybe that's the only team right now in the East that I see giving them an issue, even though the Pens uh, got their number the last two games. The Pens don't scare me. Sorry, they just don't. If I'm an Islander fan, I'm still confident in my team and my coaching. My coaching has been brilliant since uh, since he left uh, the Capitals after the Capitals won the Stanley Cup there. Uh, I forget his name. I'm sorry, guys. Um, also kind of shooting from the hip and going really quick through uh, my uh, information for today to fit this in, to get it all ready for you guys before the weekend. Um, so my apologies if I miss things or if I screw up here and there. Um yeah, uh, for the Islanders, like I said, you guys have it. You have it in your back pocket right now. So what are you going to do with it when you get to the conference finals? Are you going to make that last step that you need? Or are you guys going to fall flat on your face? Don't fall flat on your face because I'm going to be laughing at you. You don't want me laughing at you. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Knicks lost last night to the Timberwolves. And from what I've gathered, the Timberwolves are a really bad basketball team. And they managed to lose to a bad team. They had an 11-point lead. They blew it. R.J. Barrett took a one-legged fadeaway shot from top of the key. And he missed the rim by a foot and a half. It was a terrible shot. It's one of those shots where it looked like someone that never played basketball was making a shot, trying to make a shot. And it it was bad. It was a bad shot. Not to kill R.J. Barrett. I like him. Like I said, I think R.J. Barrett, Randall are guys that you could uh, build around. Obi Toppin, too. Um, Robinson, if he didn't break his foot, or I think he broke his foot now. He hurt his hand. Now he uh, came back and he uh, hurt his foot, and he's out for the rest of the season, I believe. Uh, I don't know if I'm dreaming that up. I don't think I am. But, yeah. So, Knicks. Guys, got to step it up. We need that conversation in New York. Who's better? The uh, Brooklyn Nets or the New York Knicks? Or the underdog New York Knicks? Because right now you guys are underdogs. hate to say it. Nets are stacked uh, to the gills. And if the Nets do not win an NBA championship in two of the next three years, this whole thing was a failure. I'm saying it. I know a lot of other sportscasters have said it. And I... Believe it 100%. You guys are built to win right now. If you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, you are smiling ear to ear. They've been playing well, even when guys have uh, not showed up and have uh, stayed off the court. And is there an APBB on uh, Kevin Durant, by the way? Haven't seen him in two months. I know he had the uh, Achilles uh, problem. What's going on? I mean, how long does a strain in the... uh, hamstring last. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I know they're finally two athletes, but I would like to see Kevin Durant at least sitting on the bench somewhere, you know, with a hoodie on, maybe, going like, you know, chomping at the bit, I'm ready to come back, instead of getting into fights with uh, Michael Rappaport. Really, guys? You're fighting? Over what? The stuff didn't make any sense. I heard it over on the radio. Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant have some kind of weird beef going back and forth. They were supposed to do something together. They did something together. Michael Rappaport, who I'm sorry, is a strange cat as far as I'm concerned for my taste. But there's some kind of beef going on there. 
it didn't make any sense to me when they had him on the radio yesterday or the day before or something like that. And just the beef itself didn't make any sense. They're going back and forth, uh, talking smack to each other. You got your beef handling on the side like men. You don't have to do it in the public just because that's the thing to do nowadays is to air your dirty laundry amongst each other and in front of the fans and all that stuff. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody cares. I mean, I don't care. As an adult, I don't give a crap. You know, what I want to see you guys do is if you're Kevin Durant, I want to see you play ball, right? You want to see you do well, of course, as a net fan, and do well as a human being too, of course, even even for Mr. Rappaport also. I want to see them do well, be happy, have a happy life, and all that stuff, and just get along, sing kumbaya, whatever you guys got to do, you know? But this back and forth stuff, who cares? Nobody cares, you know? Too old for that stuff. I'm like Danny Glover out, out here looking at you guys going, what are you crying? What are you complaining about? Oh, I'm prettier than you. Come on. Are you serious? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> That's my rant for uh, Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport. Get over yourselves. So what do you guys think? Uh, New York Islander fans, Ranger fans, Met fans, Yankee fans, Jeff fans, Sabre fans, Buffalo Bill fans. What is up? What do you guys think about your teams? Uh, New York Met fans, what do you think about the San Francisco? Uh, San Francisco. Again, if it's San Francisco. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Uh, France... Cisco Lindor, ginormous deal. Are you happy? Are you going to be happy in the long term? What do you guys think? Let me know at DTM Sportscast at gmail.com. DTM Sportscast at gmail.com. Alder fans, you're on a little bit of a losing streak. Are you nervous? Are you tightening uh, that grip on the stick, on the hockey stick there? Going, uh oh, here comes the pain. Jet fans, what do you guys think? Are you guys just getting sick and tired of hearing uh, about. Will they, won't they, with uh, Sam Darnold and uh, Zach Wilson? Let me know. DTMSportsCast at gmail.com. DTMSportsCast at gmail.com. And that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. As always, remember to do something nice for someone who isn't expecting it. I'm Marco. You're not. Good night. <laughs>